Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Nice morning in New York City. Getting into the low 70s today. What about seeing it on ESPN2 right now? A little overcast, but pleasant outside. Morning, Jay. Morning, Key. What up, baby? All the all the, the uh, smoke is completely gone, huh? It, yeah. It, it hasn't, like, the wind patterns or whatever. Yeah. You go the outside. fires are still going on. That's a crazy part in Canada. I know. They're but still they're going. Probably, are they still going? I mean, are they, I know they're still going, but are they still kind of like crazed like that or no i don't know i'm not a scientist yeah, i don't know but in new york you're right it's not like it was you were a damn scientist you're sitting up there explaining to us that they're still going on i'm just trying to understand <laughs> are they burning crazy is it is it thousands of acres i don't know Jay, please not... file a full report later in the show okay when yeah. you go you to usually, do get up you usually know everything though jay no i you don't usually know everything so i can no, ask I you about don't. anything no i don't you know I want to know about deforestation. I'd like to know about climate change and its effect on the well, duration and the intensity I of the, the burning. Yes, I got the co-host wrong. Max. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my bad. What's the, what, what is it up there? In, What's the latest update? Burning? I yeah, give me the latest update. I couldn't tell you. I could tell you that you're, you're right in your observation that the air in New York is much better than it was a couple of days ago. Oh, God. oh goodness. I'm, I'm like Cliff Clavin, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, so the Joker got his, uh, his title and his finals MVP. And the question is now, the question is in everyone's mind, immediately upon his winning this game, all across the country, all across the world, was where is he in Max Kellerman's top 20 players all time? That was the question. He finished with 28 points and 16 boards. Um, first player in the history of the NBA to lead the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, he's pretty good. So where is he in the top 20? So let's just go over the resume real quick before you go into your list. Um, We have current average 20.2 points per game, 10.5 rebounds, 6.6 assists in the regular season. You mean for his career? Yep, for a career. But why would you do the career? I don't get it. I'm just. I'm, why wouldn't I do a career? <laughs> because because it doesn't I, capture. It averages in a guy's early years where he's still ascending. Of course, yeah. All right, that we're looking at the body of work, right? N- no, not necessarily. Not I. I, I, I wouldn't I, say I, the I'm mean not, of not, his points. Uh, first off, why you getting triggered? I'm not even countering not your point. I'm just pointing I'm just, out. It's not a useful I'm gonna, statistic. I'm going to lay out for this one. How is it not you guys useful? Go ahead how how is somebody's career? So it, in somebody's career, you say one NBA champion. Is that useful? Jay, there's a difference between creating an average when someone's still on their way up as a means of capturing what they've done in their career versus taking a portion of their career where they hit their prime or, or, or something like that. It, it, you're, you're, it skews it in the wrong direction. 
for example, if you were to say— I, I got a chance to put out one stat. You didn't even wait, know how no, I was no, skewing wait, it. Wait, you didn't no, even know which direction wait, I was even going. I was, wait, you no, just became triggered Jay, with it. not triggered at all. Jay, what Max, what I was going to say to you yeah. as, a, as a sitting here and <laughs> observing this tit-for-tat back and forth, mm. I was going to say, Max, why don't you let him finish so you could hear everything— <laughs> Before you it's jump me, I, just let him. Let him your finish. career scoring average. Oh my goodness! Seemed to me to be wrong. No way! Max, look though, let Max, him take it away, Kiko. Completely Max. wrong, and you may be right, but you got to let him finish okay, so we can get him. Point taken. Point, point taken. Point taken. Yeah. I, I mean, it's be, it, one NBA champion, one NBA Finals MVP, two regular season MVPs. Average 30, 14, and 10 in the postseason on 55, 46, and 80% from the field. Beat KD and Booker in six. Beat LeBron and AD in four. Beat playoff Jimmy in five. Most playoff triple doubles ever. Most assists ever by a center. First 30, 20, and 10 finals game and a finals MVP. Now, I close my eyes that, when you were I, I just want I, I want to set the table like that for you, but then you... Well, no, but I, I think but, the Jay, scoring average my, for his career is I, like a... I closed my eyes when you were saying that? Mm-hmm. Just to hear you? Man, that's the, top, that's the best player in the world. Yeah, he's the best, the best player, player in the game right now. That's the best, that's best the player in the game right now. And he yeah, makes everyone around yes. him better. So, yeah. so here's what I would... Here's how I would put that in. And by the way, the highest PER for what that's worth all time in a single season belongs to Jokic... And this year he had another top 15 all-time PER season. The quality of his prime is outstanding. Okay. MJ, LeBron, Kareem, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain. Those five guys at one point or another, there was wide-ranging consensus or at least a, 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 a large minority of the population, like large, that thought that's the best player ever. Magic, Kobe, Bird, Shaq, Steph, all had multiple, usually, MVPs and final MVPs, and at one point or another were considered the best player in the game. And oftentimes, many of those guys sustained that for a period of several years. I think uh, Tim Duncan probably belongs in that category, too. I have him at 11. Hakeem, Moses, and KD, you can say the same thing about the guys I said before them. I would have them a tick below the other guys, but okay, that could be debated. But I think those 14 are cemented. And then the question is, who's 15? KG was maybe not ever the best player in the world, but close to it, and a great player who was the best player in a championship team. Oscar Robertson was the standard at point guard for years, really, before Magic Johnson. Jerry West was an all-time great. Same thing with Elgin Baylor, though he never won a title. Dr. J's best work took place in the ABA, but super great player. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki was the best player in the game probably for a year. Isaiah Thomas, back-to-back titles, and among the great all-time point guards, Giannis has a similar resume to, to, to a Joker, actually, and David Robinson won an MVP, won a finals. You know, he, he, won, two, he won two, two chips. Two, two chips. Two chips. Two chips. One last season. 99 in 2003. Yep, yep. So the question is, those are the candidates, along with Joker, in my mind, for that 15th slot. And I could tell you, just looking at it, I'm taking the Joker – given how much better he makes the people around him, given what he just did in these playoffs to win finals MVP, but really playoff MVP, given his back-to-back MVPs in the regular season that could have easily been three in a row, which almost no one's ever done, I'm taking him over Isaiah, Dirk. Can't do it over Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas was never considered the best player in basketball. 
Isaiah Thomas won two MVPs. He's won three. No chi- regular season. Yes, Isaiah Thomas won regular season. Eighty four and eighty six. Was regular eight, season MVP 80, not a, 80, no? I don't think I don't, so. Eighty four and eighty six. I have to look that up. I'm almost sure. Okay, wrong, but go ahead. All right. I mean, he led the Pistons to <laughs> consecutive championships, eighty nine and ninety. Was named the fi- MVP of the finals in nineteen ninety. And 12 All-Star games and was named MVP in 1984 and 1986. I'm, I'm looking up the MVP. I do not recall him getting two MVPs, but I could be wrong. You know, it does not often that I'm wrong, Jay, but it does happen from time to time. Mm-hmm. You can look that up. Yep. I'm going to look it up. A lot of things here to look up. Anyone in the control room want to help me since I'm hosting a show? Can anyone take out their phone? <laughs> Doom, doom, doom. Time is up, Max. Final answer. This is what Jay does. Do you have a final answer, Max? And then I over here. Can anyone in the control room please look up Isaiah Thomas MVPs? But anyway, whether or not he's been MVP or or whatnot, it certainly would be hard pressed to remove him off a list. Okay, here's the Um, MVP for Isaiah Thomas. No, wait a minute. 17, 16, 5, 9, 9, 8, 12, 17, 13, 13. He never won MVP. He once came in top five. So as usual, Jay is just making up stats. No, it's right here. I'm stopping the show. Okay, I was wrong. I said it's here. He was named MVP in 84. Okay, I guess I was wrong. See what happens, Max, when you allow him to finish, you get the right answer. You see how that goes? You have a point. No, no, but you see how that goes. Because if you would have continued to interrupt him, you would have never, ever been. All-star MVP. The right All-star MVP. I remember the 84 All-star MVP. My fault. Uh, So, right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Isaiah Thomas was never considered the best player in the game. Great content, He's on this list of candidates. Like, who else should be in the top 20? Isaiah has an incredible resume. But he wasn't ever in the position that Jokic is in now, perceived as the best player in the game. Multiple MVP. You know, uh, so much better than everyone else in the playoffs, right? Let me ask you this, though, Max. So he needs to be right underneath Giannis then, correct? But that's the question. That's to me. Because he can't. It, it, it's the same. It's, if, you, if you're telling me two MVPs and a championship, let's just leave it there. Yep. Let's not get into the points and this and that and blah yep. blah blah. Let's Ooh, just leave it right there. Question. I totally agree. Those are the candidates for 15 to me. It's Giannis and Joker. Both have at one time or another been perceived as the best player in the game. Both have multiple regular season MVPs. Both have Finals MVPs. Both put up. St- Stupid numbers in the regular season and had great postseasons, right? Hey, it Jay, comes down to Giannis or Joker for the 15th slot. Let me ask you this, Jay. Who's a harder player to defend, though? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that because they both do things very differently. You know, like they're two different players. Like, so, okay, so let me, let me rephrase the question. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have? on your team and not recently recency bias. I'm just talking about from what you know as an ex-basketball player, uh, Naismith winner, second pick of the Chicago Bulls, all that. From what you know, who would you rather have? I mean, as a guard, my dream would have Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I mean, I, I play very similarly to Jamal Murray, right? So having a guy that I can come off any pick and roll, I mean, I had one of the best weapons in all college basketball in Shane Battier and that dude is way different than Shane Battier, and we dominated college basketball in a pick-and-roll perspective. Do you like Jokic's shooting from the outside it's all and of it. playmaking it's, it's or Giannis's shoot. defense? That's what it really, in a comparison to those two players, Giannis is more of a rim protector and a better defender overall. 
Joker's obviously a better shooter well, from that, the outside and a better me, playmaker I hate answering with this the question for anybody that just says it's one or the other. Like I, I would start to question your basketball acumen, right? Because how how is my roster constructed? Right. Like sure. what, what pieces do I have? Ron? So in because other words, it's that close between Giannis and the Joker. I think as as it relates to their Be dominance and how they impact Jay, the game. Stop, yes. Stop. So Walking if you had to pick one at 15. I said I would pick, I would pick Joker. Right. So by the way, okay. I just want to point out, guys, he won Joker. finals MVP. And my claim that he's in the 12 to 15 conversation, but certainly top 20, doesn't sound so ridiculous anymore, right? Like, he's right there. You might have him 21. You might have him 15, whatever. But he's floating in that range right now already. Not just centers, like any position. Are the Nuggets headed for a dynasty? Uh-oh. After Jay has this from FanDuel. Uh-oh. Yes, Jay. Oh. Yeah, Jay, it's, uh, it, you know, Isaiah yep. Thomas, man. You know, I'm going to let Jay, remember what Jay, you said? Here's my technique. I'm listening. I'm Jay listening. will have FanDuel when we come back from break. Key, it works. You're right. KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So we just came off a conversation in the last segment. You can download the podcast if you missed it. About where Jokic rates all time. Is he top 15? I think he is. Jay, I think push comes to shove, you would put him there. Certainly top 20. No one could put him out of the top 25 all time, but I would have him like 15. But a lot of this is trying to hit a moving target, right? You're trying to – it's not just what he's done. It's where you anticipate he's going still. Like you don't think this is it. He'll never be good again. You think there's good more to come. And, you're, and so same thing with Giannis. If they stop now, you might look and go, let me reevaluate David Robinson against them or someone like that, right? The Admiral was sick. Yeah, he was sick. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really is not remembered – as for as being as good as he was because he played with Hakeem and Shaq. Yeah, but he also played in the era where there's not a lot of social media hype. He right, played right. He Spurs. Yeah, yeah. No, he Admiral was, was no joke. Yeah. Was no yeah. joke. No, come on. But, that, that's, but that's my point, Key. Like, it's not that Giannis and Jokic have already done more than him, although that's debatable, right, in terms of their status in the league. It's where we think they're still going. So the question really is, are the Nuggets headed for a dynasty? Or at least are they, are they not done winning championships? Michael Malone, the Nuggets head coach, was asked this very question at the post-game press conference. Pat Riley uh, said something many years ago. I used to have it up on my board when I was a head coach in Sacramento, and I talked about the evolution uh, in this game and how you go from a nobody to an upstart, and you go from an upstart to a winner, and a winner to a contender, and a contender to a champion. And the last step is after a champion is to be a dynasty. 
So we're not satisfied. We accomplished something this franchise has never done before, but we have a lot of young, talented players in that locker room. And I think we just showed through 16 playoff wins um, what we're capable of on the biggest stage in the world. And the best part about it is the people I just did that with. I, I mean, I, I have to say this. You know, shout out to DeAndre Jordan, who finally got a chip. Who would have thought that DeAndre Jordan would get one before Blake Griffin or CP3? Like, I just go back to those Clipper days, right? It's like those are the type of stories that you see within the franchise. Or a guy like Christian Brown, who won three straight high school championships, came off last year winning a college championship with KU, and is now an NBA champion in his rookie year. And made real contributions. Real yeah. contributions. Yeah. Like, those are the kind of stories you have on the squad. Are they headed to to be a dynasty? Hmm. It- how, give me, give me the ages uh, of the years of of Jokic and Murray and Porter, Jay. Everybody, what, what everybody's on contract for the next couple of years. The only person key who I think is a unrestricted free agent, I need to look it up, uh, is Bruce Brown. But everybody else is on contract right. for next. I'll year. give you the no, ages. No, I'm not even. I'll I'm give not you the ages. Here we are. I got him in player front of option. Me. He has a player option. So. I got him in front of me. Jokic is 28. Jamal Murray is 26. KCP is 30. Uh, Christian Brown is 22. Bruce Brown is 26. KCP, I mentioned that already. Aaron Gordon's 27. So their nucleus is yeah, in their I mid to late 20s. All I care about is the three to four guy. KCP, I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about the, the right. young bucks. Aaron Gordon is 27. So, so, so the two big ones, Jokic is 28. Jamal Murray's 26. Gordon is 27. Porter Jr. is 24. And this is each, what, six years in the league for them mainly? Six, seven years? Like around, yeah. yeah, something like that. So usually, from just from without pulling out my phone and doing the research, when you usually win early like this in your career, you start to develop that dynasty-type environment because you're not going anywhere, right? You, As a core, you're not going anywhere. It's usually teams like the Celtics when Larry Bird was young or Magic was young or or when LeBron was was in Miami, they were still young. Or Kobe was young with Shaq. They were in that that six seven year type in their career. Then they got hit. They start hitting. You look at Golden State. Steph Curry and them hit early, and then they just started. And they add a few other pieces around them. They become the core. So it's not without reason that the Nuggets could potentially this could be a jump start to some sort of dynasty where you see them win one or two over the next five years. See, that's where I am, Key. What you just said, when people say dynasty, if they're like, this is a three-peat, wait a minute. Jamal Murray just got healthy again for the playoffs, right? There were two years in between where he wasn't healthy. And Jokic won his first title at 28. Like, I look at the Spurs with Tim Duncan. They got five chips over, like, whatever it was, 18 years, but they won early with Tim Duncan and never went back to back. Uh, I, I, I don't, if, if what you're saying by dynasty is they have another chip or two in them over the next half dozen years, I could get with that. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to look like the Chicago Bulls, you know, three-peating, but, or, or the, 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 the Warriors winning, you know, three out of four or something. But I could see them winning more, another one and maybe even as another long, one. As long as their nucleus, Jay, you know this, man. As long as their nucleus stay together. They gonna grow together. They gonna keep knocking on the they door. They gonna be. They gonna be a, a hard out for quite some time. My my thing is, you know, for the next four to five years, Denver is going to be knocking on the door of winning multiple championships. Now, whether they get through the door or not, that will be TBD. We'll see what moves Phoenix is able to make. If Phoenix is able to get 
James Harden, you're looking at Phoenix very differently. Mm-hmm. You're looking at Denver and that matchup very differently. But, but so. even then, maybe Phoenix pops and gets one. But given KD's age, James Harden's age, right, versus these guys in their mid to late 20s, I think really with Porter Jr.'s back and the way he played throughout most of the playoffs, they'd like out of that deal, I would imagine. But Aaron Gordon is actually, to me, the third most important piece on that team right now. He's their defender who can lock up. The, the, the best player on the other team. He's athletic. He's big. He's 27 years old. His offense maybe at this point is a touch underrated. Like, you have that guy to, to add to the big two cogs. Jokic, who makes everyone better and is an all-time great in his prime. And Jamal Murray, who is a playoff killer. It's a lot. And they, can, and they both shoot. Jamal Murray can shoot it, like you know, and Jokic can shoot it. They can score it from the outside. I mean, look, I mean, Stan Kroenke, they're gonna have interesting issues, though, right? Like you're paying Michael Porter on the max, you're paying Jamal Murray on the max, you're paying Jokic on the max, you're paying Aaron Gordon, damn near close to max. It's the Porter. So deal. It, it's a lot of the, the pieces that end up fitting, and whether you can retain. A, look, it's a matter you can retain. You know how this stuff goes. Like the longer teams play together. Guys start to say, I want more. I want my own thing. Like, can you keep all those egos aligned? What are the, so when you think about the biggest impediments to a Nuggets dynasty, one is the competition's going to get better. It was a little wide open this year. Two is health, especially of Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray right? And Michael Porter Jr. That back is a real thing, man. Right. I would say three. I'll, I'll even take health out of Porter Jr. because it's so obvious. Three is the Porter contract. Can they eat that? Are they going to be able to, especially with the new CBA, compete year in and year out where you have your two pillars in, in Jokic and Murray, but you are going to be saddled with a near-max deal on a player whose health makes him you know, much less than that, right? Much yeah. less a player than that. That'll be the question, the Porter Jr. contract. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're joined now by one of the biggest mistakes the Knicks ever made letting them go letting him walk out the door, packaging him with the pick that became Nene for the remains of Antonio McDice. <laughs> but it was also one of the best trades they made, trading the popular Charles Oakley for Marcus Camby, who helped get the Knicks to a finals. Former NBA play, uh, uh, 2007 Defensive Player of the Year. Good morning, Marcus. What's going on, guys? How y'all doing? And of course, went on to have an excellent uh, portion of his career in Denver. How impressed were you? 
by Jokic in the final. Like, what do you say about what he just did? I mean, I don't know how many superlatives you can throw out about a guy like Jokic, man. He's been doing it, you know, all season long, really over the last couple of years, uh, back-to-back MVPs, possibly could have been a third this year. But, you know, with the Nuggets being on the national stage and playing in the finals, I think the world got to see what type of player he really is. You know, Marcus, it's, it's way too early, as they like to say, to start this, but I'm going to start it anyway. How much of a chance you think it is for them to go back and repeat back-to-back? Now, there'll be other teams that get healthy. There'll be other moves made in the NBA. But as they're constructed right now, is it a back-to-back in their future? <laughs> it's real hard to tell, Keith. It hasn't even been 24 hours. But uh, if you look at the way the roster is constructed, the guys they have on the contract, Jokic, Murray, Gordon, uh, Michael Porter Jr., their core group of guys will be back. So, you know, I expect the Nuggets to be in definitely in the deep playoff runs for many years to come. But, you know, a lot of that is predicated on health and a lot of other things that go on on the nature of a ball club. But, you know, I expect the Nuggets to be in the thick of, the thick of things towards next season. Former NBA player, 2007 Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Camby, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Marcus, um, you know, there's been a lot of arguing around – uh, the word star compared to superstar. And whether the word superstar gets thrown casually around too much. So I will ask you, Jimmy Butler has gotten his team to two NBA finals in four years. Is Jimmy Butler a superstar? Um, I honestly think Jimmy Butler is a superstar. I just think in this series, for some reason, it just seemed like he didn't have the guys that he had in the last series. Um, I remember you know, him being animated against Grant Williams uh, in the Boston series, him crouching down, calling a timeout sound to get timeout signed against Al Horford. And I didn't see any of that this series. It just seemed like, uh, you know, he didn't have that energy that he had throughout the course of the playoff. And it happens sometimes. Uh, you know, he tried last night. He didn't really come through for him in the, um, in the last game. But the fourth quarter, he seemed to get it going a little bit. But it just wasn't enough going down the stretch to lead them to a championship. Marcus, can you tell me why you think he's a superstar? Because I've heard counter arguments that say his offensive skill set is not at the same level as Devin Booker or, you know, a Kyrie Irving and or the lack of him scoring 50 points last night, you know, doesn't put him in that rarefied category. Uh, what what right, defines right. a superstar to you? Well, I, I see that with Jimmy. Jimmy is a guy that doesn't have a lot of flash to his game. He doesn't have the handles, per se, of a Kyrie. But he's just a guy who does a lot of things well, and he brings a lot of effort. And, you know, guys like myself and a lot of guys, you know, tend to see guys like that and appreciate what they bring to the ball game. And just his short grit and his tenacity, you know, propelled the Miami Heat all the way to the finals. And from that aspect, you got to give him a lot of credit for that. See, I'm with you, man. I'm with you on this. Like, it's so funny. When he dropped 56 against Milwaukee, like people were calling him a superstar. And then all of a sudden, because his points per game dropped off or, and, and obviously that could be due to ankle, whatever it is, Marcus, right? Like the fact that he right. hasn't performed at that level, all of a sudden like, well, now he's not, he's just a star. And, you know, he, he, we're talking about the qualities that he lacks. And I'm like, he's also doing it with undrafted players, undrafted That's players, Marcus. That's the key thing. The way he's just willing his team and just putting them in position to even compete for an NBA championship when, you know, nobody in the beginning of the season gave the Miami Heat a chance. And uh, a lot of that, all of that credit pretty much has to go to Jimmy Boss or the culture they have down there in Miami. But, 
know, I expect Jimmy to be back. Uh, he just had a bad two weeks here in, his, in the finals, but leading up to that, he's been superb. So we've been talking today, talking to Marcus Camby, uh, talking today about where Jokic now rates in history, Marcus, because even though he's only 28, how, he, as you said, he almost won three consecutive MVPs. Only two guys have ever done that, right? And he won two as it is. He just won finals MVP. He just led the entire playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. Never been done before. He can shoot from the outside. Yeah. He sets his teammates up, et cetera, et cetera. I have him. We, we were talking about it. When push comes to shove, I got him 15. Not at center. I mean all time. Right? Is, is he a yeah. top 20 all-time player to you? Uh, I think when it's all said and done, I think Jokic can be you know a top 10, top 15 player all time. I mean, just think of everything that he does out there in the basketball court. It's not just his scoring ability, his rebounding ability, his IQ, the way he passes the basketball. And his unselfishness. I mean, just seeing him in the interviews last night, he wasn't really for all the hoopla. He really just wanted to go home and just play the ball game. So um, I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, I think the sky's the limit. He's young and he's going to continue to get better and better. So funny you brought that up, Marcus Camby. Speaking of Marcus Camby, former NBA player, 2007 Defensive Player of the Year, joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, that you brought up the boring sort of kind of deal. Now, you can defend your city that you played in, but why was that celebration just in general? When they won, it was like I had to look twice at the floor to make sure they wasn't on the road. It was almost like blah, <laughs> After 47 years of not winning one, you would think it would be crazy, but it was just like, blah. And even Jokic, champagne in the in the locker room, he just looked at the bottom and was like, oh, okay. Why is that? <laughs> I just think with Jokic, he's just a breath of fresh air, especially with everything that's been going along in the NBA with players, you know, getting in trouble off the court. And just to see a, a real, real superstar just goes about his business and be a true professional. Uh, I think the game, you know, needs players like that who just comes in even kill and just cares about winning and just cares about the ball club. But, Key, it's been a long time coming there in Denver. You know, I was there for many years, and I've seen all the success that the Broncos had, all the success that the Colorado Avalanche have had, and now that the Nuggets got a championship. Um, I'm just so excited for the team. I'm excited for Mr. Kroenke who's had a, a heck of a run his last couple of years with the Rams winning the championship a couple of years ago, the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, and now the Nuggets last night. So I'm, I'm very, very happy for the city. Man, you could throw in one extra, too, the Colorado Mammoth. I mean, it's a professional lacrosse league. Shout out to Paul Lacrosse Rabel. team. Yeah, yes, they yes, won yes, one, yes. too, man. This dude is on in Colorado. <laughs> Man, and by the way, yeah. it's not like Miami's not popping either with obviously <laughs> Messi coming down there with Inter-Miami, you know, FC – and what they're doing, and obviously with the Heat, but I'm sitting there last night. Also the night. hockey team down there. The exactly. hockey team down there in Miami, too. Florida Panthers, yeah. Um, so I'm sitting there watching the Heat last night, Marcus, and I'm just I'm thinking to myself, because Tyler Hero didn't play, right? And I'm like, oh, all right. So maybe the hand isn't all the way there like Eric Sposher would expect for it to be there. You haven't played basketball in two months. Am I really just going to drop you into a game five? But I'm watching this dude out there in the Northwest, doing an interview with Brian Custer on his podcast and pretty much start glowing about the Miami Heat. Is there any hmm. question in your mind, Marcus, that Pat Riley is not trying to find a way to get Dame Lillard with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo on the same team down in the 305? And if that happens, will they be the favorite to come out of the East next year? 
Um, well, you know, Pat, uh, Jay, he's going to do whatever it takes to, to increase that organization and increase his team. Uh, and, and Dame is a, you know, a perfect fit for anybody. Everybody would like to have a Dame Lillard on their team. But, um, you know, I expect uh, Miami to be in play with a couple of superstars this offseason, considering that, you know, they were just a you know, couple games away of winning the NBA championship. But, you know, Dame, Jimmy, and Bam, that's a formidable big three out there to be contending with in the Eastern Conference. So, um, it's a sight to be seen, but um, I'm looking forward to Dan getting a, uh, a fresh start. That is Marcus Camby, former NBA 2007 Defensive Player of the Year, which doesn't even really do him justice. Fantastic career. Thank you, Marcus, for coming on this morning. I appreciate you guys always. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can see us on ESPN2 for another 13 minutes, then ESPNU till 10 a.m. Eastern. How should Heat fans look at their season? 888-SAY-ESPN. How do you look at the season, Heat fans? Jay, you wanted to talk about the officiating. Oh, because Key asked me about it. It was one of the, first off, some calls are really bad. You asked me about the foul that Jimmy Butler got in the corner oh, where he yeah. extended his foot yeah. was one of the worst calls. And when we're watching it in real time, yeah. and he, you're looking at it, you're one saying, One of the okay, worst calls? I don't know. It was like a close call. How so was what, it a close so, call? So, because, Jay, let me ask you, let me, let me say to you why I said what I said, right? So he was coming down beyond the three-point line, and Gordon was closing in on him, but Gordon's right foot, I believe, came down at the three-point line as well. Didn't give him the necessary room. No. Wait, wait, I'm saying it looked like, to me, he didn't give him the necessary room to land properly. So when he kicked his leg out, he happened to be in that spot. That's that's what I well, saw. Watch but here. You watch. Played. Straight up, straight down. Straight up, straight down. 
That's not the case. Uh, he, even if he came straight down, you're right, Jay. You, no, technically, you're right, but it's close. No, it's not. It's yes. nowhere close. Jimmy Butler is flailing his legs out. Yes, he's he is. extending Jay, his legs. Jay, and by the way, shoot, huh? I'm not arguing that. You're yeah, but, right but about like, that. The, but the I'm NBA, saying, the even NBA, if he went straight listen, up and down, no, it w- he, he would have came down. The reason his why his front he, leg is in front of his back leg, and Gordon's look, look, look how close that is. No, Jay, he's not impeding his landing spot. But but Jay, but, uh, let me ask God, you just listen to me for a second. Listen to somebody who pays attention to the refs and how the rules no, have changed. No, I just changed. like my own opinion. I don't want to like, hear anything. I'm telling you, you guys are wrong. Both you guys I'm are not, wrong here. I'm Look, not trying to be right. I'm, I'm just, just saying. asking you a question. I, I'm trying to answer a key as he's kicking his legs out. First off, the NBA changed that rule. Hmm. Like Players used to kick their legs out and fall down, and that used to be called a foul. They changed the rule. You cannot kick your legs out to gain contact. If he were to go straight up and straight down – that would have not been a call. Like there would be no need but for him to even go, fall. But if he goes straight down, Jay, my whole point. I'm asking you this: If he goes straight down, he lands on his foot. He, it, he twists his ankle. His feet were up underneath him, though, Key. It was like it was. Who was to that? Me. Aaron Gordon, oh, Allen Yates. Like, you tell me. Do you think that was a foul or not? Who was the other person there? That was know? um. Jay, I'm saying if he came straight down, his his foot, his leg was beyond the three point line. Would have Jimmy Butler came straight down? Would he have landed on his ankles? What I'm asking you. No. Opposed to protecting himself by kicking out. He's not protecting himself. He's selling a call. Okay. All right. Well, to, to answer your question about the officiating, if you think that was a bad call, then the officiating was bad. One that I thought was a bad call was when Kyle Lowry got tied up uh, underneath the basket late in the game. That was I another one. That yeah, he got tied up. He actually was ripping the ball away from him. I think it was the Joker at that. I believe it was the Joker. And they called a defensive foul on um, Kyle Lowry, which I thought was crazy. I think it's a foul, Jay. You I think mean, it's in, a foul? In, in today's NBA, it's a foul. But if we, if we if it was like, you know, 2008, it's probably three shots for Jimmy Butler either way, though. But see, I, don't, see, I, I, see, I see Aaron Gordon contesting but staying down. It's not just and, Gordon, though. Who else is there? Well, Michael Porter Jr. is the easy yeah, behind right, the play. Right, Porter he's, Jr. Aaron Gordon's contesting, and he's down on the ground. He's not encroaching his face. And literally, you see Jimmy Butler kick his right leg out. The right leg is why he falls, but he's initiating the contact. Wait, Jay, yes, I'm not arguing that part. What I'm saying is close is that even had he not kicked his leg out, kicking the leg out is the reason he would come down on on, – Porter or Gordon, because they're both right there, right? Gordon, I guess, is the one sneak slipping in there. But even had he, he's still going to have a one leg in front of the other, potentially, right? So, so that front leg will, it's going to be close, even if he doesn't kick it out. You're right. In the end, you're right. It wouldn't have been underneath, but it would have been close enough where you see where the ref makes that call. Look so, at that. So, Jay, if, 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 I, so if he doesn't kick the leg out, right, and he just lands, do you still think they caught a foul? Because Gordon no. doesn't give him a safe space to land, and that's the new thing in the NBA. I, I get if you're going straight up, straight down. I mean, if his momentum, his momentum isn't drawing him forward, his momentum is taking him to the side, though, right, Yates? Right. And, like and, off the movement of the point, shot? And to a point, Aaron Gordon, as he tries to get out the way, Gets kicked. So if he doesn't get kicked and he just lands, I still think Jimmy Butler falls. Okay, and they probably might call something. Still. It was close. It was I, close. I see your I point, Jay, but I, it was close. But I think it also could have easily been an offensive foul. We're going the other way because that's the new rule, right? That's the new rule. You can't kick out. You can't kick right. out. I, I get no, it. I know, I know that's the new rule. It just looked like to me he kicked himself to protect himself from coming straight down 
in hitting Garden's leg and twisting his ankle. That's Jay, would you like wrong, to amend Jay? the position that it's not close? Even if you're right, would you acknowledge it's a close call? No. Okay. 888-SAY-ESPN. How should Heat fans look no. at their season That's now? It. Heat fans, how do you look at the season? Malcolm in Alabama, you're on KJM. Malcolm? Hello. Yes, Malcolm. You got to turn on your radio. Malcolm, are buddy. you there? Hello, Malcolm? Malcolm, turn yes. on your radio. Yes. Malcolm, are you there? I, I, I can't. We don't hear Malcolom. No. Yeah, you Malcolm is radio. Malcolm? to the radio. Listen, folks, I don't know if they're, how they're screening these calls, but listen through the phone, not, not the radio at that point because there's a slight delay. No, he's fine. He's, Wait a minute. Is he there? A, Malcolm, you, we got you back? Was that a shot at New? Yeah, Max, don't do that, man. That that you don't do that because we tell these listeners to shut off the. Well, phone. they don't seem to get that's it. Not, right. that's hey, not hey, hey guys, Max. hey friends not and family, don't argue in public. Here we go. Malcolm, are you back? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Ah, uh, we got you. What's up, baby? Hey, uh, first of all, I just like to you know let y'all know, man. I appreciate y'all show. I watch y'all every morning, and uh, you know y'all be uh having some good points and stuff. And uh, Keyshawn, I got much love for you, man. You. I'm a Cowboy fan, so you know what I'm saying? I got much love for you, but uh, Jay, let me ask y'all something, man. How is, how is uh, uh, Jimmy Butler a superstar? Or is, is, you know, it just a, is it just Butler, that easy, Malcolm? Is that... I'm asking Jay. Yeah. How, how is Jimmy Butler a superstar, man? Because he's gotten his I mean, team you know to the NBA Finals to two out of four years. You went to... Yes, huh? I yes I did go to Duke. Yeah, I, that doesn't make me more qualified to answer the question than anybody else. But yeah, because I saw him drag his team to two NBA Finals in the last four years, three conference finals, three all conference time finals. Like, and I I think he is. I think there are superstars for different franchises because different franchises obviously prioritize different things. I think people when they think superstar, they're going to your offensive skill set has to be able to carry a crazy load. And for me, Jimmy Butler is a superstar within the Miami Heat franchise. I think Jimmy Butler is a board. He's the next. If you want to talk about NBA wide, he's the next thing to a superstar. If you're going to limit that to the to LeBron, Steph, uh, KD, who else? You know, like a handful of guys, three, four, five guys. He's the next thing to that. Is Jimmy Butler a superstar though? We right? Am I right or wrong about that? Eight eight eight. Say ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.